Welcome to the Delish Guestless Podcast, a deep dive into the lives and work of Hong Kong's crazy food and beverage industry leaders, hosted by The Beat Asia. Today, we invited Steve Lee, head chef of Hong Kong's leading fine dining Korean restaurant, Hansik Gu. Flying into Hong Kong in early 2020, Lee opened the modern Korean restaurant under the leadership of mentor Kan Min Gu, chef of two Michelin star Mingles in Seoul, South Korea. Steve leads a redefining approach to modernize Korean fare for exquisite tastes with an emphasis on seasonality. Listen to his story only on the Delish Guest List. Steve is a very American name. When did you get your English name and what was your name beforehand? When I was a kid, uh, my name was Mike, actually. Uh, in a school, <laughs> in a, like, a kind of you know, outside academy, English academy. Uh, the teacher just gave me the, okay, your name is a Mike. Okay, Mike, no problem. Uh, but since after, uh, once I played a game, uh, which name is a Tekken, the guy name is a Steve Fox. Hey, you. You want to try me? He's huh? a boxer in America. One, two, he's a cool, he's handsome, and he's nice. <laughs> and then the name is a Steve. It's like, I really like it. So when I move to Australia, I'll choose, okay, my name is a Steve from now on. <laughs> so in the, with the American Army, you were Mike Lee. No, I remember, still, I still, when I was in uh, Army, I was just um, Baby Lee. <laughs> yeah, the, un- until when I finished my job, they still call me Baby Lee. Because there are so many Lee in the Army. Uh. You know, Kim, Park, Lee, many. But that time, I have uh, two Lee in my squad. Because one guy is uh, bigger than me. So he called uh, Big Lee, and I'm a small Lee. <laughs> <laughs> and so you never had any formal English training before you learned English. Just with speaking with army servicemen. Well, yeah, basically, yeah, wow. it is. Because uh, Korean, our this education, we quite good about uh, reading and then listening. But speaking-wise, it's not really, I learned it before. Mm-hmm. So basically, it says speak English for surviving, actually. Were you with the U.S. Army for three years? No, because uh, so the base in Korea, so all the U.S. Army base in Korea. So I worked there for a year and a half, year and 10 months. Wow. Yeah. When you were in the Korean army, did you like the meals, the MREs that you ate? or? Well, my term is a super good. As well as I said, I work with the U.S. Army. I, I can see they have tons of like, you know, support from the, their country. Really? Of course, over Korea, we have a lot. But in a way, you know, army, U.S. Army is like, you know, USA, you know, that things is there. So very impressive. Every yeah. day is very good. Like gym, meals, everything. So it's good food. It's exactly, yes. Good lifestyle as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, 100%. So when you finished working with the U.S. Army for those that year and 10 months in Korea, did you have an idea, okay, I want to do the career that I wanted to before I joined? Or were you like, okay, I need to find what I want to do in life? Uh, you mean about a job? or? Yeah. I mean, before, before joining the Army, I, I, already, you know, I was already studying uh, culinary arts in mm. my university. Already made a decision since uh, like almost end of the middle school. I want to be a chef. Mm. So since I finished my army service, I supposed to be going back to uh, back to uni. But my father pushed me out. You just start to learn the English. So you need to go out to other country and then learn English more and then come back. That's how I started go back to Australia and started my career. Why Australia? Because. Australia is at uh, that time is the most easiest country I can get my visa as a working holiday. Gotcha. And also as a culinary way, I quite interested in 
to learn and see. When I, when I searched on the internet, I really loved it. I really like it. And then about the culture and then mixed culture, you know, mm. not about, not just about white, not just about Asian, but it's quite mixed culture for Absolutely. everything. So I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Was it interesting working in kitchens with obviously this French technique in the restaurants that you worked at to learn a bit more about how to professionally cook rather than just being in university? Well, 100%, yeah. I mean, when I started in the first job, because I don't have many experience, I don't have experience, like, you know, so it's really hard to find some good restaurant. So I started work with a pizza, like, cafe kitchen. Start working with a pizza chef about <laughs> six months. And then next six months, I start to look at, like, wow, now this is, I'm working now, you know, like more European techniques, different things. I don't know. That time was a, like very precious to see so many different things. You know, everything's new for me. You know, so yeah, that's uh, how I feel. You worked at three great restaurants in Australia. Yeah, and then same company, same company yeah. as well. Did you value that culture of being able to grow and develop your career in the same company? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, like that time in seven years, I went in the same company. I never think about this restaurant like it's, mm. it's like behind it or nothing. Literally, like this, that restaurant is make me who I am. That's who who Steve it is. You know, push myself every day. Mm. Even I'm the Asian, but my goal is like I want to be there. I'm better than you guys. Like even I'm the Korean, but I can smash you guys out. You no, know? like maybe but I always say, okay, in your memory, um, I'm the first Korean chef. Uh, in, in your thought, like, I want to be a first one. And then uh, really every single person who I met, who I used to work with, and then I ask, um, so I'm the first Korean in your mind, and I'm the be- better than you. you know, like, that kind of make a really? joke, a half serious, a half joke, but we always like work like this, yeah. Do you think it was good being a Korean chef to learn a bit more of the Western ways of cooking? That time, I really don't mind to learn anything. Just mm. everything's new, and then... I I don't really think I want to learn only for French, only for Italian, or just not 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 like that. I want to see everything as much as I can. So start with the like a wine bar, like casual European style, and then I move to the seafood bases. I watch a lot of seafood in Australia, and then move to the headquarters, like fine dining. Nice. Yeah, in the end, yeah, quite a long journey. So in early 2020, you followed your mentor who is Kang Mingu at Mingles, two Michelin-star restaurant in Seoul. I ate there for lunch in December 2022. Fantastic. Great. Great, <laughs> Great first time having fine dining Korean cuisine. Mm-hmm. Why did you want to go back to your roots and come to a new city in Hong Kong and have this project to create Hansigu? Um, why? Hong Kong is, a, you know, this is a very big gastronomic city. Everybody talk about Hong Kong is about super amazing dining scene, you know, and then very fast. So it's for, at the moment, I was 29. And then uh, for me, uh, in my head, okay, this is really super good opportunity, you know, super uh, dynamic, dynamic city, be a, a head chef under 30 years old, it would be super nice. And then, uh, of course, it's my first time to doing Korean cuisine, mm. but I never doubt I cannot do it, you know, because uh, I'm... It's the food is uh, since I growing up and even until now, you know, we have a memories, 
we have uh, experience, we have a palate and everything. So, of course, uh, Chef Mingo is uh, support us a lot from the back, even though we're since, since the COVID. But, you know, we have every, every week or every, like, month, daily check, face-to-face. You know, we share the recipe. And then when I made a recipe, he check out in the soul, and then we cross-check, and then build up, like, one by one. I can think of three individuals that have made Korean culture and, conversely, Korean food really popular in this world. Gangnam Style, BTS, Son Heung Min. Son Heung Min? Nah, Blackpink, man. <laughs> so when people have this idea, I like to watch these music videos. I like to see these TV series. I like to listen to the music. KBBQ comes into the picture. Yeah. And it's spread like wildfire. So how do you get from very casual very neighborhood feel of Korean food and bring that to a real fine dining concept with Hansiku. Um When we first time to open the Hansiku 1.0, because now we have moved in as a located and then we say Hansiku 2.0. 1.0, we say be more casual food, like even the same Korean, but much more casual presentation, but still the flavors uh, as an authentic flavor basis. Uh, but in a way, um, the media, you know, uh, during COVID time, they catch a lot of the things from the Korea, and then uh, people actually study from the media, and then uh, they want to see more what's uh, more like Korean cuisine it is. So mm-hmm. even Hanshiko is the same. We start in the casual, but Hong Kong people, Hong Kong dynasty, they looking for more fine dining. What what is this? You no. Know? So we listen there opinion and then the one year after we moved to the Hanshiko 2.0 so in the time we listened to what Hong Kong diners like opinions of course at the same time Chef Mingo has a lot of experience so we kind of mix and match and start to build up like what we can do what we can more delivery like about our story about food or everything so I think that's how I do it is it the same as going to your local like Tata Tang and you can get Cantonese food but then you can also go to the chairman and get Cantonese food. It's just that one extra step higher in terms of great quality of ingredients, thoughtfulness. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. With my research and with the, the talk about Hanseku, there's not only the aspect of you know what the core, in, core ingredients, the core recipes of the menu of the restaurant are, but you also focus on spring seasonality. And going back to the ingredients that your grandma would use, you said you've never cooked Korean professionally before, mm-hmm. but you know what Korean is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you going back to the way that your grandma used to cook in Korea and she picks out the vegetables from the garden? Uh, not really. I mean, uh, always just watching her while she's cooking it. I always just <laughs> like the boy who next to her all the time. I think, yeah, uh, my mom is a like regular house mother, but she has a kind of passion, I guess. Because back then, you know, I didn't really know how much she put her effort for family. But now when I'm being the head chef as a, and then I'm running the Korean cuisine, and then I'll, I understand how much she uh, appreciated and she does many, many things, you know. Of course, uh, she went to the market every, almost every day to pick up some, like, local ingredients and the seasonalities and then we'll prepare for every breakfast, lunch, and dinner for family, you know. It's a lot of works, actually. It's a lot of works. So before when I was in Australia, I didn't really know it. But now I say more, talk to mom, like, mom, now I understand how much you appreciate it, how you've done to us 
you know it's uh like this i I think I'll say more I love you more than before, yeah, to now understand that's a same mindset now, yeah, so to elevate the same concept of Korean food, you still need to keep that seasonality, you still need to keep that selection of vegetables on the day to make sure that you're using the same Korean ingredients that yeah. your mom would use. Well, seasonality is a key element as a Korean cuisine, I say, because uh, so we have a typically like strong spring, summer, and autumn and winter. So in Hanjiku, yeah, we bring some source of the item. Every month we shift from Korea. So especially fish, what we're using, and then some vegetables or some elements we must get from Korea. And then we store it well, and then the way to we keep it, and then uh, we using it. If I don't have enough for my like Korean item, then I'll go outside the market, local really? market. Yeah, because that's my philosophy for. Of course, I uh, sustainability is for everyone. All the chefs, what they do, but for me also, like it's a philosophy. When I, I'm now I live in Hong Kong, I must use the Hong Kong produce for respect their market, and then uh, I believe Hong Kong ingredient can be Korean food as well. So no matter where we go. You know, using the air produce and then turn to Korean cuisine. That's uh, how I want to do as well. For someone who has never been to Hansegu before, tell us a bit about the menu. What can we expect? Well, um, we try to bring, as well as mentioned, like a, bring the whole like seasonality basis. And then um, our name as a Hansegu is a Hansik and a by Chef Minggu. And a Hansegu is meaning as a family as well. So we bring new experience. As a sharing, as a friend and a family, we can eat one dishes together, and then <clears throat> it's more comfort food, and then like um, authentic flavor basis. So even no matter what you don't know about the Hanshik, you can come over anytime. You can feel our you know effort, even even small details is everything. Yeah. Why does Hanshiku have to be fine dining? Why does it have to be luxurious? Do you want to bring it to a level that Hong Kongers or Hong Kongers that enjoy fine dining can understand Korean food? As well mentioned earlier, like Hong Kong dining scene, they always looking for something new, mm. and then um, they excited about something tried new as well. So when I see in the Hong Kong market outside, there are many like KFC and then Korean barbecues there, but at the same time, they always looking for something new as a like more. Premium, high end in the end, gotcha. yeah. So Hanshiko, we also understand that mind, and then we bring it out to uh, our cuisine and the presentation. And then all the chefs, what we're working is a quite young generation, so we bring some modern techniques. And we say, yeah, modern Korean cuisine, yeah, as a fine dining way. Do you think it's also important for ZS Hospitality, the restaurant group that owns Hanshiko, to have this Hong Kong's only Michelin star Korean, Korean. restaurant? in its portfolio to show Korean food can be luxurious, it can be elevated, it can be in this format? Yeah, as GS Hospitality is 100% like big support, you know. Um, since day one, they always there for us. Like no matter what, what situation we are, they really big support every single moment, even till now, you know. I have no doubt what they've done to me and Han Shiku, you know. That's why I never forget about it. Even no matter where I go in the future or even I stay in Hong Kong, still just hospitality, you know, I, uh, I never forget about it. Yeah. 
now even you you heard it. Now we opened another restaurant in Afoy, and then which is a French restaurant. So they keep pushing, and they keep want to announce it in Hong Kong. They we keep going on, you know that kind of things. So I feel it also. So I, my CS hospitality, I'm very proud of it. Uh, what what they doing now? Yeah, absolutely. I'm your editor Natsuki Arita, coming in to tell you that we are published by the Beat Asia, the fastest growing regional publication for FNB news, event coverage, nightlife happenings, culture, and more. Find us at the Beat Asia to feel the pulse of Hong Kong and Asia. Back to Steve. Let's flash back to April 2023. You and I are in the same room. Mm-hmm. We hadn't met yet. Mm-hmm. This is the Michelin Guide ceremony for Hong Kong Macau 2023. You retain your one Michelin star. But then Steve Lee is the loudest person in that room when you win the Young Chef Award. Mm-hmm. You scream. You're overjoyed. What were you thinking about when you won this really beautiful award? Uh, what do I think? Um, well, I, when they announced about their Young Michelin Award, I was sit next to another like chef next to me, and then as a kind of joke, ah, I'm I'm quite young. I can be there, you know. <laughs> I really didn't expect anything. Even when I met someone, I met any any chef, they keep asking me again, "Do you really don't don't know you gotta be a award?" And mm. I say, "Did you see my face? I really no idea that yeah. woman." And everyone understand like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, your face was just shocked. That shocked. Yeah. The surprise done. So when they call my name, I can hear the many people shout for me. And then <laughs> after that, I couldn't hear anything while I walk up to the stage. And then I, after everyone posted the IG, watched the video. <laughs> and then now here, they um, they introduced me, born in 1991. And then I <laughs> moved to Australia and I come back to Hong Kong like that. And then, Ah, okay, now everyone's know my name, (laughs) my age and everything. (laughs) You must have been the youngest person there. I I have one more friend at the same age as me, but (laughs) fortunately, yeah, I get it. So, Do you think it's important to be recognized as a young chef who's accomplished so much getting Uh, this award? 100%, I say. uh, I talked to Chef Mingo about this, and then he said, very proud of you. And then uh, this kind of award... It's only one time you can get in your whole career in your life. Chef Mingo said, no, uh, Chef Mingo said, that, uh, if you're doing well, if you're doing, keep pushing yourself, two star, it, it will be there. Mm. But uh, like kind of this young uh, award things, is, um, it's only one chance once you get it, you know, that that moment. So you have you have to really appreciate it, be a humble, and then keep pushing yourself about this. So I think it's really amazing things is, Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. So going from Hansiku to 2.0 now, a bit more elevated, a bit more refined. What's the future for Hansiku in 2023 and beyond? Well, we keep the standard. Uh, We do our best. Uh, There's nothing change. Uh, Every day we're pushing. We're always welcoming the the guests who always come back for us or even the new people. Now the border is open, you know, who want, who want to know about us or interest about the Korean cuisine, we're always welcome. Uh, just there's no any uh, going back forward, nothing. Just we keep go forward, you know, push push every day. Uh, every time I say my team briefing, uh, we can do this all day, like just be positive and then move on. And then 
it will be, then everything it will be there. So don't worry about it. Let's let's move on. Have your parents eaten at the restaurant? Yes,、uh, they came last March. Did they like it?、Uh, very much. <laughs> very much. Best not disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,、uh, really happy. Yeah,、uh, my last time cook for them was when I was in Australia, but it never. We come all together. It's mom and my sister came,、mm. and my father came separately.、Mm. But this time, really, whole family they came over together. So it's really happy cook for them. Do you have any recently Korean tourists coming to the Hansegu and trying? I'm not sure. I, when I see that like booking list,、uh, I can see the Korean name is、uh, every single day. But I'm not sure they are tourists or not. You know, they just want a slice of nostalgia, <laughs> bit of home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, I try to talk more them like how they are feeling, you know.、Uh, most of them, like yeah, of course they feel appreciated, you know.、Uh, some people, for, I still remember like a month ago,、uh, one lady、uh, who used to growing up in Canada but fam-、uh, Korean basis, then it's her first time to having dining at Hanjiku, and then saying it's really really happy.、Uh, I remember my fa- what my mom's cook for me. Wow.、Uh, yeah. That kind of the, her memory share share with with us, you know. That's like fantastic. It's always you know is a as a chef is a very satisfying thing. It's like you know after the service is done, when I talk with the guests, have a chance at what they say, they appreciate it, really good. You know those kind of like the words is make me the okay today is a good day. Move on, you know, keep motivation. You know? Great. Yeah, we're gonna go into the second part. And this is where you might be a tiny bit nervous. Okay, we're going to ask you a lot of questions. Okay, have a beer, have a sip, and then, well, you don't prepare for this one. Okay, go on. Moving on to our rapid fire questions, Steve. You have less than thirty seconds to come up with a few words to answer each question. If you fail to come up with an answer in five seconds, we'll move on to the next one. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ash Salmon, chef at Roganic,、mm-hmm. who we had on the podcast just the other day, described you off the mic roaring when you won the Youngest Chef Award. What else would you roar for? Oh, I just for roar for everything. Just you know, like what I have done. You know, like is it really? I have a right to take this biggest award for me? Is it? Is it really just for me? You know, just in that moment, like every all the like imagine of the what I have done, and then uh. Oh, in my compact, my head. So I was just growing like oh, <laughs> like just yeah, like this. Is that the biggest roar you ever had? You've never gotten anything happier than that.、Uh, when I finished my army. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> What's your go-to meal、uh-huh. when you're feeling too lazy to cook? Of course, instant noodle ramen.、Okay. Easy. What brand?、Uh, what brand? Oh,、uh, anything. I、yeah. have a, like plenty, like.、Uh, <laughs> Indonesian, Chinese, Korean, Korea, Korea, Korea for sure. Korea, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's a misconception about Korean cuisine that you'd like for people to know? Misconception.、Um, except for the KFC and a Korean barbecue, we have a multiple different flavor. Well, many, many food is here. So please come to Anshiku and please enjoy. <laughs> Absolutely. Rate the spiciness of five world cuisines of your choice. Or Thailand, Thai,、um, uh, Sichuan, Sichuan cuisine, yeah, of course.、Um, Mexican, yeah. 
I think those three are only I t- ch- check out the uh, spice things. You can't think of two more spicy. Uh, Korean, yeah, yeah, uh, real, yeah. Well, except for Korean, right? Oh no, it can be Korean. Yeah, the Korea for sure. Um, I think yeah, these four country: yeah, Korea, Chinese, which is Sichuan, and then uh, Thailand. I can't think of any other as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you miss most about your grandmother's cooking? Uh. Always say is um one stew. Uh, she uh after we making a tofu, there's a leftovers uh bean scrap. Uh, she gonna collect it and then um she making a stew with a, a lot of pork belly and then a dry daikon like top. Cause my home to my her house about five hours drive driving. So once we arrive, it's almost night time. So she waiting with us with, after she cook it. So it's. I always like remember that dish is a uh, think about my grandma. Mm. Super good. There's nowhere I can find with that. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh, it called? Pijijige. Pijijige. Yeah. Have you ever been angry in the kitchen? And what did you say? Uh, angry. Uh, okay. Yeah. I used to be very angry. <laughs> I used to be very angry. Um, now I say I growing up enough. And then um, I control myself. Good. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Do you uh, hate any specific foods? Hate? Yeah. Uh, not really. I never thought about it. Like, really? Yeah. There's nothing you'll never eat. Never eat. Yeah. Something unfamiliar. Like, um, even when I, go, when I go to Thailand, Thai food restaurant, uh, I eat like more common food. But mm. When I sit there, like raw crab, salad, some different like, when I imagine, like, is that can eatable? You know, uh-huh. <laughs> the kind of you know which we never uh, had an experience before. So that kind of things I never tried it, but still always open mind to check out the uh, the new things. Yeah. You have to be your chef. Exactly, yeah. I know, right? Yeah, influence. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it yeah. may be uh, my new inspiration for the new dishes. <laughs> we often see chefs in their whites and only whites. Describe your wardrobe when you're not in the kitchen. How do I dress in my kitchen? How do you dress outside? Well, dress outside is um very casual. I, li- I like looks like being young. <laughs> of course, I'm still young, but uh, sorry guys, uh, but still, yeah, I want to look look young. So I don't really wear like kind of the suit or like long pants. I always like the wearing the short pants. So some people kept asking, "Are you the head chef?" But still, you're wearing out for the short for every single time. I said, "Yeah, this is who I am now." But in the kitchen, I well same like the same dress up as what we people wear. But only uh, my point is, I'm wearing the long socks. But from the H and M, but different like uh, funny things. Uh, today's uh, like banana. Today's uh, avocado. Like you know, different things. That's uh, how I feel. Is that we wear the same uniform, but this kind of the things it can make myself more you know funny and out. Not, I'm not. Stay in a cage. I like sure. to, to show do something my myself things. You know. Do you wear the same shoes outside the kitchen and inside? No, the no, 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 no. Well, not at all. You don't want to get those Nikes dirty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wearing the Birkin, Birkin. Um, ah, okay. Yeah, in a kitchen. But. Hard shell. You drop something on that, you're not going to break your toes. Yeah, hundred percent. No sauce <laughs> on your Nikes. <laughs> no way. Yeah. What is an underrated Korean dish that visitors must try? Mmm, underrated. Yeah. Is there anything underrated? <laughs> <laughs> if 
is there anything in Korean cuisine that is overrated? Too popular. Oh. KFC, maybe? Well, well, it's, I think KFC is well-deserved. It. Everyone's loved it. Has to overrate it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I never thought about it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I'll say one, just one dish. Uh, Sundaekguk. Have you heard it? What is that? As a Korean pork intestine uh, soup. So Korean pork blood and then some vegetables, noodles, you know, those kind of things. For nowadays uh, in Korea, my age is, is called like kind of soul food. There's many restaurants mm-hmm. out there. It's like 24-7 after finish work. It's very, very comfortable food. Wow. Super, super. I think still people quite say, we say like, you know, pork blood, like a soup. Quite people think it's like, Oh no, I'm not. I'm, it's not my kind of food, but it's very underrated. Nice. You want when you should try it. Oh man, super. The last time I really craving it, so I made it myself in a hanshiku for staff meal. All my kitchen staff is uh, <laughs> like growing. Like yes, yes, chef. <laughs> no. Are you the one who does staff meals for most? Of the um, time? N- not the most, but. I love to cook for them. I mm. love to cook for my kitchen staff. Something mm. like, especially, um, because uh, my old staff they like to cook at Korean cuisine. So I'm not trying to cook Korean cuisine. So I like to do like Thai food or Vietnamese or nice. more Chinese. Even I work in like, Hong Kong. I taste yeah. it. I try to make it. You know, so like chashu or siuk or different like Sichuan like chickens, different things. I love to cook the Asian Asian flavor. Nice. And then when I ask people to, what do you want to eat this time? And then they ask, then I'll try to make it for them as well. Nice. Yeah. If you could have a superpower that only activates at work, what would it be? Uh, teleport. Okay. <laughs> Kitchen. <laughs> table. <laughs> Front of house. <laughs> yeah, like that. Easy. Oh, yeah. Korea. Yeah. What are you cooking up in the coming months that you want to share with us on the podcast? Uh, you mean the new dishes? New dishes, new events. Well, um, I'm working out the, uh, of course, a new summer menu. Now it's just summer is coming, so I need to work it out. Uh, this time I tried to use the uh, uh, local dry sea abalone. So as what I said in the, in the before, like philosophy of my, uh, of my cuisine, I love to use the local in- ingredient. Uh, yeah, but the, while I'm staying in Hong Kong, I really feel amazing about the dry seafood. So I already used the uh, uh, dry sea, uh, sea cucumber before. Uh, turn into the like stuffing with uh, some protein, make the like a dumpling before, and then, or some chop it, and then we put on top of the rice. So, so you can come rice before, but this time I want to try work it out the uh, dry siabalone. So wow, I tried a few times. Oh wow, it's so so complicated. Of course, uh, one or two times like not good, not enough. Of course, but. I keep asking all chef around, Chinese chef, all my seniors, asking about the guidance. And then uh, some people, they actually come to Hansiko to taste it. And then he let me know the more direction. So, yeah, the, for, for another summer dish, I worked it out the dry sea abalone with uh, our signature menu before was a samge risotto, which is a dry chicken, uh, a deep fried chicken with a chick ginseng flavored risotto. And then I'm going to pair with the abalone. The dry abalone. Wow. But dry abalone, I'm going to soak in the, all the ginseng flavor goes in there. Doesn't look not too Chinese. But yeah, make, uh, working on it actually. Yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, excited even when I'm working on it. <laughs> In the moment, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Mm. Yeah. Do you have anything else to share? June, we're going to have a um, um, wine, wine dinner. Uh, Chef Mingo will come over. And uh, August, uh, also Chef Mingo will come over. We do third year anniversary. Uh, we do collaboration with uh, one very, very, very good restaurant. Uh, name, in, name is Onjium in Korea. Super authentic. Um, uh, yeah, they, their team is come to Hanjiku. We do something fun together. And... I'm waiting for you guys. Nice. <laughs> we'll be sure to report it on the Beat Asia. <laughs> thank you so much. No, thank you. Thank you very much. Keep your finger on the pulse and tap follow to keep up with the Beat Asia to hear more colorful chats and rich stories. This episode is hosted by myself, Ruben Verbes. Big shout out to Steve Lee for coming on the Delish guest list to share his story. Our producer for this episode is Marcus Trema, and we are edited by Natsuki Arita. That's all for this episode. See you in the next one.